banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. You walk into this room at your own risk because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. of uh, Market Ultra, and we had a little um, get over the hump glitch uh, with Rumble. We want to welcome you um, to our Rumble channel. I just want to make sure that we're live and streaming. Of course, on our Locals channel, um, if you're in our Locals channel, I don't have that chat room open, but you're going to want to get to our Locals channel. A lot of things, a lot of work is being done. Uh, shoot, I'm, I'm making... Oh, my goodness. I wish I could tell you everything, but I can't. But I will here. I was supposed to do it within 24 hours, and then shush, our website blew up, and all kinds of crazy stuff happened. And anyways, we're not set back. We will be making... What is that right there? What is that? That needs to come off, dude. Okay? Let's... Uh, I, 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 that, that needs to be gone right there. I'm going to get in trouble. All right? That rotating thing in the bottom left-hand corner. That needs to be gone. Delete that altogether. 
if you could, please. Okay. Uh, just delete it. D delete anything. Could, do you mind? Yep. Just get rid of it. Uh, well, just delete the... Oh, wait. Not, not the full shot. Just get rid of that. Get rid of all of that. All of it. Okay. There we go. We have to do that. And that's quite all right. You guys are with us. And, uh, sir, have I made copies of all that and transported over to WC1? I will fix it. Do you know what we're going to do? Let's put, uh, let's get you uh, out of the saddle and I'll fix everything else. Let's say hello to Deb Santelli. Wow. Look at you. Hmm? Morning. Good. Yeah, yeah. I have no microphone. Now I do. All right. You guys are amazing. Good morning, everybody. He's excited about leaving. There he goes. Well, you know, he's been he's been in the seat a long time. Plus, I kept him up late last night. <laughs> he needs his beauty rest. Yeah. Yeah. He needs some beauty sleep. Welcome, everybody. Uh, SpaceX. Okay. Mm. Another uh, Elon Musk production. He's just literally taken us and put us on the moon for the first time in 52 years. Mm -hmm. so, just Elon Musk, just in his spare time while he's doing DMT with Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> what? Something like that. Something crazy like that. Yeah. How the frig does this guy, is he from Mars? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because I can, I can barely morning, even keep Purdue. up with... I can barely keep up with producing like a Market Ultra two-hour show, you know, and then yeah. into the Pete Santilli show. I can yeah. barely keep up with that. This guy is running the whole freaking universe. He's trying. And sitting on Twitter all day. Mm. How does all that happen? Day. All day. And I mean all day. How does he do that? I don't know. He's... How does he... Well, he's, you know, he's like so, got... He's got... Uh, is it Asperger's or autistic in some way? You, I, I think, think that's pretty much out there. He he can, I mean, his mind is able to function on very many levels that we, as as normal oh, people, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Cannot the smartest person on the face of the planet, whoever mm -hmm. it is, pick that person, name name them. Who who do you think the smartest person is on the face of the planet? The smartest person on yeah. the place of Just on name the face one of the person. planet, dead or alive. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Hey, we could pick Einstein, right? You no, know, I mean uh, if you have to, or, or yeah. you know, uh, uh, or Elon Musk. Yeah, I get where you're. I get where you're going. Go you ahead. You don't because I didn't finish my statement. That's what I said, but don't, I know where you're going. Don't make me go pop the trunk. <laughs> no. no, the smartest person on the face of the planet only yeah. has twenty four hours to get his smartness done. Yeah. You only have so much time, like. You can run three companies, right, and speak to them all within a one-hour period, uh -huh. right? Uh-huh. But when you have to launch a rocket to go to the moon, okay, and uh, make sure that AI technology is being developed with Tesla, and yeah. you got brain chips in the freaking <laughs> Mamu, the freaking Neuralink, super don't forget. Sheet. Yeah, Neuralink. He's got yeah. Neuralink. He's That's on, not all he's doing. A I mean, yeah. Come on, he's seriously. He is a transhumanist. He is integrating. He does computers only, with he, humans yeah. he only has Robots. so much time in the day he's all about that all right so of all of that time in the day all right mm -hmm. did elon uh i mean does uh, did einstein sit on twitter all day <laughs> i know well uh, probably the equivalent thereof and let me explain what i just said 
because Einstein spent a lot of time, as did everyone who were geniuses, writing down their thoughts, journaling. And it's basically the same thing, you know? Uh, they would write down everything that they that they thought. Tesla was the smartest man on the planet, by the way. Yeah, I believe that. He was. Yeah. By the mm -hmm. way, that's a, that's really great. Thank you for putting that in my head. Cause that's I was hoping you said that. Probably very true. Well, you know, when you ask me a question like that, like off the cuff, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I don't think anybody's smart anymore. Well, Nikola, I just think people are uh, evil. Here's the offset. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nikola Tesla, Tesla was smart. But he wasn't as beautiful as you, and he can't. He couldn't sing as good as you. Aw. So you're you so very nice. What? I think I want to do a recording soon. I, I miss, I miss singing. It would be awesome. I've never done a uh, a recording with you in um, the studio with me. I think yeah. that would be mm. a great little collaboration. That can I suggest can a couple songs? Sure. Number one, birds flying high. Birds flying high. You know, know how, how I, I feel. feel. Yeah. Sun in the sky. Sun in the sky. You know how I feel. You know how I feel. You know how I feel. We can do that. That would it's be fun. It's a new dawn. Yeah. It's a new day. Mm -hmm. It's a new life. Right? Yeah. For me. I don't know. Listen. And I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go buy a saxophone. I can't afford one, though. That would be a lot of fun, though, wouldn't it? We'd go to the studio together. That would be fun. Yes. All right. Something we've never done. Mm -hmm. That would be very, very cool. And you could see me in that very uh, hyper intense state that I yeah. get in when I'm mm -hmm. in the studio. I'm a completely different person, which is why I don't do it very often anymore. Well, I, it's 40 below. And I don't give up. Huh? Okay. Speaking of that, listen. Wait. wait I woke wait, wait, up wait. this morning. Oh, come on. Let me I, do this, I, please. I woke up this morning mm. to Tulsi Gabbard all over my all over my Twitter feed. Mm. I almost had a meltdown, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just so, I just cannot believe that, you know, MAGA is, and, I, and I've had some time to think about it, right? I mean, you have to choose your words carefully because we are so, we are so uh, in a dangerous transition here. And, and I was thinking last night, Pete, when I was looking at all these, you know, MAGA, supposed MAGA people who were dead against socialism. One of the reasons we love Trump is because he said this, the United States of America will never be a socialist country. And I see all of these people out there pushing a person who is a progressive, was with which is just the liberal way of saying socialists right they're pushing um they're pushing this lady and and i'm watching it and i'm like oh my god this re you know everybody's worried about the border right everybody's worried about the border and they're saying it's not immigration it's an invasion 
But then these same people are saying, this is just people migrating from the left to the right and we have to welcome them and we have to put our arms around them and embrace their ideas because Trump will get more votes if we do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't a migration. This is an invasion. This is an invasion of the MAGA movement. Mm. And and I'm seeing it happening more and more and more every day. Some of these leftists, I mean, seriously, people are out there praising Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It is crazy to me that they would ever do that. Yeah. They are praising Tul- Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is a, is a socialist. She's a Bernie Sanders socialist and a baby killer. Now listen, I got to tell you something. I was watching Roseanne Barr. A, a couple of weeks ago, and she did an interview. She was on the Bill Maher thing that he's doing now that conservatives are flocking to. Mm. And uh, I'm because he says a couple of great things that people like. So I'm watching, I'm watching this, and I'm listening to her in this interview. And she's given Bill Maher a way to go, but he was like, you used to be a socialist. She said, you want to hear something funny? I still am. Is that what she said? That's exactly what she said. She said, I'm still a socialist. Right? Mm. We have all of these big influencers who are giving these socialists, progressives, environmentalists, a seat at the table of MAGA so that they can feast upon us our flesh and bones, everything that we, everything that we got into this for, right, was against what they are, what they, what, what they say. And now all of a sudden we're loving these people, we're embracing these people, and I cannot believe how many people are out there pushing Tulsi Gabbard, who will be one heartbeat away from the presidency, and to be the vice president of the United States of America, a progressive, all the way, a crazy lunatic environmentalist, all the way. You know what she said about Trump when he did his Fourth of July? Mm. She said, she said that he made it. Here he goes making it all about him. She, when you go back and look at the things that she said running up to the 2020 election, right? Um. It's, it's terrible, the things that she said about Trump and about the MAGA movement. But she comes out, she says a few couple of things that, and, and decides she's going to be an independent. Remember, she's not a, she didn't say she's conservative. She didn't say that she was going to be a Republican. She says she's going to be independent. No commitment from her whatsoever. I, you know what? I don't care how great she did at CPAC last night and how everybody was stupefied by this crazy person. I will never vote a ticket that has her on it. I'm sorry, and I'm going to be hated for that in the short term. But let me tell you guys something. In the long term, I'm going to be the one sitting back saying, I told you so. Yeah. I no. told you so. We're, uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not compromising on uh, on Tulsi Gabbard for one reason. You want to know what it is? What is it? Her stance on abortion. She's a baby killer. 
and President Trump, I know, is like she's all kinds of things. He's running around uh, just on that one one thing alone, and that's something that I have a problem with President Trump. Like he says, "Oh, you got you know the Republicans," because he's playing politician. He says, "Oh, you need to ease up on the uh, abortion issue, on the pro life stuff," mm -hmm. you know. And uh, uh, Jesus would not like to hear him say that. You know what? President Trump went in front of, and went to Nashville yesterday mm -hmm. in front of all of the broadcasters, the religious Christian, Christian broadcasters, mm -hmm. and swore his allegiance to God and Jesus and all those things. Tulsi Gabbard is a Hindu. Mm -hmm. She believes in multiple gods except for Jesus Christ. Okay. She, it, I just, you know, it's, it's really bothering me. It really has got me very, very triggered <laughs> because, you know, Pete, not only am I anti-socialist, but I'm also anti-environmentalist. We do not need an environment, a president, a vice president, one heartbeat away from the presidency, who's a socialist environmentalist. I am telling you, it is a disaster waiting to happen. It is a disaster waiting to happen. And if you think for one second if Trump wins yeah, in I'm 2024, not. that they're going to just miraculously stop coming after him to mm -hmm. take. They would love to have Tulsi Gabbard in the seat. The, the commies would. And you guys can't rule anything out about how sneaky they are. OK, you just can't. Don't ever do it. I'm telling you, it is a big mistake to be pushing Tulsi Gabbard into that seat. It, it's it's dangerous to invite her. To, to CPAC and all of these places, be keynote speakers, seller books, right? Cozy up to her. You've got to be kidding me. I, I mean, I see a lot of people out there, these big influencers bringing these, bringing these people onto their platforms and giving them a seat at the table. And, and I am 100% against it. It is exactly what we've been warned of for decades now. And, and we're just letting it happen. We're letting it happen. And it's and I and I'm looking at it going, oh my gosh, yeah. I love a couple of things that she says. For sure. John F. Kennedy, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. In the beginning, I was like, wow. And then I was like, I, I literally had to stop myself and say, he is a progressive environmentalist. He is not going to change his whole life history. Right. Oh, he's not. This is what COVID did to us. Not it, it. It wasn't just about medical tyranny and all of it was about changing our mindsets and open and weakening us and opening us up to people like uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And Tulsi Gabbard, who, by the way, speaking of COVID, who, by the way, refused to get a COVID jab. Do you know why, Pete? Why? She refused to get a COVID jab because she said all of the elderly people in this country should get it first. Who said that? Tulsi Gabbard. Did she really say that? She did. So after everybody got their jabs, do you guys really think she didn't get one? President Trump got one. Everybody got one. You know, I'm not going to hold that against her, but I'm just telling you guys what she said right and who she is at her core i'm just telling you hate to be the bearer of bad news but it's true she said she said 
uh, because Biden said all the first responders were going to get their COVID shots first. People in the government. All I know is that really first responders, nurses, doctors. And she said she was refusing to take one until the elderly got got to be first in line. All I know is that we hear from people who are forced to get the jab. And they're wanting to get it undone, especially because of the fact that they were never sick before they got the jab. And now they're sick always after getting the jab. Yep. Right. We're hearing it a lot. Yeah, we are. So. uh, And people are literally uh, asking us, what can we do? What can we do to get this out of our system? If President Trump uh, picks Tulsi Gabbard as his running mate, I will be absolutely opposed to President Trump's presidency. Uh, Brendan Dilley came out yesterday, and he is 100% against it. Oh, I, I'm, I'm. Or not, he was, but I, I, I will you know, not. I will. Are we going to stand our ground on this? You know way? what? Uh, VP Pence. Can you imagine that uh, a VP Pence, the Rhino, was right next to President Trump, and President Trump allowed Pence to do what he did to our country? Can you imagine somebody that's openly a Bernie Sanders socialist, baby killing um, uh, socialist? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and next to the president. Really? Is that the best that President Trump can do? Uh, you know what I'm going to start saying? We need to uh, have him retested. OK, for something. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm sick and tired of President Trump surrounding himself with people that are sabotaging our country. I like President Trump. All right. I will vote for President Trump. But you know what I won't vote for? I believe President Trump, if he was just there by himself, he'd do great. Once he starts bringing in all these freaking communists and socialists, mm-hmm. that's where we get in trouble. Uh, oh, big trouble. Yeah. I can't strip, you know. I mean, I want President Trump. I'm not going to be, you know, saying that I, I'm not all about President Trump. I'm just against all the people he's bringing with him. You know? Yeah, well. If, if in fact, he brings I already Tulsi know what Gabbard. it's going to be. If, oh, I, if, if he says that she's going to be his running mate, if he announces that, it's going to be me against the world. And and I'm I just know it, but I I also I will know, stand on principle. You know, I, I'm going to vote I also for Jesus. Know, I also know in the end I'll be the one saying I told you so. Yeah, I I'm told gonna, you so. I'm going to launch a writing campaign. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all these people are out there saying he needs her. He needs her to get all of these who independent votes. Who says that? Uh, all the people who are on the Tulsi bandwagon. Yeah, go. He go. needs her to yeah. get. He needs her to get all the independent votes, women votes, all these Bernie oh bros who are dissatisfied with who, who you know, we yeah. need. No, we don't need them in yeah, MAGA. We, we, need, the, we need the Viet Cong vote, too. You, you, know, know, what I, some, you know what? Let's go get some tunnel rats. I am not kidding. Last night I thought about this. There are people in Idaho, our friends right now in Idaho, which used to be a conservative state. People who live in Arizona, people who live in Nevada, what do they tell you? The commies came from California and they came to places like Arizona. They came to Nevada, up to Washington State, Oregon, Idaho, all of these places, right? They came, they left, they, after they destroyed, after they destroyed their own state, they came to these places and guess what they do they're doing now they're destroying the states that they migrated from and i am telling you that all of these people that are lefties that are migrating from the the progressive left and coming to the right 
are doing exactly the same thing and they are going to turn you all into a bunch of progressive what do they call them progressive republicans right you uh, i i can see it happening what is the difference between all the commies from california hawaii wherever it's from coming to a different state and infiltrating that state and turning it into a blue state, turning it into a, a freaking socialist paradise. All of these places, that's exactly what they're doing to MAGA. And, and I can't believe that people aren't seeing it and calling it out. You know, I haven't heard anyone call this out and it's exactly what's happening. And I don't think I'm being overly dramatic here. I'm just shocked. Every day when I, you know, for the last three or four days, when I go into X and I see all of these people pushing a socialist to be the vice president, it's insane. Why? Because they want, listen, I would rather, I would rather, um, I would rather not have a, a choice at all, right? Than to have to choose between a socialist if, if that's what it takes to get people to vote for Donald Trump then I'm sorry I'm I, I'm sorry it is not what we were promised we were promised it would never be a socialist country and that is exactly what we're pushing toward here who's right? who, what what bothers me even more is who's pushing her internally yeah you know, who, who is? We need, oh, to find, yeah. we need to find out who that is. Whoever it is that's brainwashing President Trump to think that having a socialist next to him is a good idea. Uh, that person needs to be fired. Don't you agree? Yeah, I, I, I just don't think that it's a good idea. Oh, I love Trump. I'm just not going to have, I'm not going to take his luggage, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just because I love Trump doesn't mean I like the, the bellman that's opening the door for him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Think about what happened when the commies started coming from California into Nevada and all these environmentalists started coming from California into Nevada. They started grabbing land, public, everything's turned into public lands. You can't go here. You can't go there. Oh, my gosh. And Tulsi Gabbard is an environmentalist on top of everything else. And I'm anti both. And by know? the way, anybody that doesn't say Hawaii, okay, but they say Hawaii, you know, they say mm -hmm. shit like that. You need to get rid of them. Okay. Yeah. Hawaii. You know, no, it's not. It's Hawaii. So my picks for the VP. You don't even laugh at my jokes yes, anymore. I think your joke is funny, but my head's in another place and I'm so sorry. Um, you know, I am, I'm not about Scott. I just don't think that that's a good pick. I, I just don't think it's a good pick, but, but I'm glad that he's going to be close to Trump. Um, you know, Vivek, I just, I just don't know enough about him and I'm just not convinced. Um, someone, somebody's not talking about who I really, that who I really like would be J.D. Vance. I think J.D. Vance Believe it or not, I think J.D. Vance would be good. Byron Donalds. I like Byron Donalds. I would not kick and scream if it was Ben Carson. I think he's kind of low-keyed. Um, but 
I wouldn't kick and scream if it were him. He did a lot of great work for while he was in the Trump administration, right? Uh, Christy Nome, you know, uh, she's a much better choice than Tulsi Gabbard. I'll give her that, right? And and I would not kick and scream on that when I could get behind that, but I cannot get behind Tulsi Gabbard. Sorry, I can't do has it. Anyone, or RFK Jr., forget it. Has anyone heard of Christina Caramo out of Michigan? Do you guys know what's going on with her? Yeah, we're getting ready to find out. We're huh? getting ready to find out. She's coming on live in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes. But for right now, uh, guess what I want to do? I want to play um, a video. Uh, this is a historic moment right here. First time the U.S. has been on the moon in 52 years. And here's the SpaceX um, uh, control room. It was broadcast on, on C-SPAN. Um, here it is right here. Mission control with the most What if there was a product that could help you continues to work this issue? Yeah, tense moments inside of mission control with the most qualified folks. We're but picking we picking up a signal from our high gain antenna and uh, transmitter. It's faint, but it's there. So stand by, folks. We'll see what's happening here. All right, we're going to continue to stand by. Let's keep this camera on inside of Nova Control. It sounds like we are getting some kind of faint I signal. I want to send a series of commands to reactivate, make sure we're transmitting to keep the Quasonics active. How long is this? Why? It's two minutes. I just want to know. I have to get a drink. We're still standing by the last call from mission director, Dr. Tim Crane, was that we were getting a faint signal from Odysseus's high gain antenna. All stations, this is uh, Mission Director on IM-1. We're evaluating uh, how we can refine that signal and uh, dial in the pointing for our dishes. What we can confirm, without a doubt, is our equipment is on the surface of the moon, and we are transmitting. So congratulations, IM team. We'll see how much more we can get from that. All right. So I wanted to play that all the way through. A historic moment. Uh, Elon Musk, bunch of free time in his hands, be going to the moon. <laughs> I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's just an interesting anomaly. And uh, there's some other things going on with Elon Musk, too. He's out there battling Google over the AI. They had they installed this thing called Gemini. It's a woke uh, AI on Google. It refuses to put up uh, photographs or 
articles or anything about white people. It's changing uh, white people into black people. It, it is a mess. And Elon Musk uh, was battling that yesterday and with Google. And, and Elon Musk says that he is coming out with his own X mail to counter Gmail, Google Gmail. He's coming out with that. And he's also talking about a new X search engine that it will not be biased. Now, he says today that he was on the phone last night with a Google representative who prom who assured him that they were trying to fix and that they were going to work and fix what is happening with their uh, a Gemini AI or IA or AI. And uh, that is the big thing out there this morning with Elon Musk on top of going to the moon. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this guy, right? So uh, I don't know. I mean, he's he's another one of those people. He's a leftist who's infiltrated the MAGA scene. Uh, you know, I'd, I'm not liking this. I'm not liking what I'm seeing happening and people just uh, melting uh, before my very eyes. It's like it's like, you know, the the scarecrow threw a bucket of water on everybody and Everybody's just you know melting into this communist, sludgy, yeah. leftist. You know what? I, I don't I'm, even know what to say. I don't okay, want to say right, what I'm thinking. Right now, I'm finding something unacceptable. Okay. We're basically, we're building an audience, a show. All right. We have people with us that, I mean, and plenty of them that have followed along. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have done everything. I've asked nicely for years. You know, please. You know, support us, please push the thumbs up, please subscribe, please do this. Why are you rolling your eyes? Oh, I'm not. Oh. No, I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Right now we have a thousand people in our rumble chat, okay? Mm -hmm. Ninety one people click that thumbs up button. And click I'm the thumbs up, y'all. I'm literally about to shut the show down and just go do something else. <laughs> no, I'm nah, serious. they'll click it. Click the button. No. Please click I, I, the thumbs I, up button. I, why? Why? Why why do they have why? Why do I have to do that? Well, I just think people get excited and they forget. And okay, it, yeah, that's the, yeah. We're at oh, war, look. and I got excited. And you guys are amazing. Huh? Make sure you click the thumbs up. Please. We need one of those little reminders. I see, I see a lot of people uh, yeah, who it's called Pete Santilli. I have a yeah, but I I see a lot of people who have uh, you mm -hmm. know the little reminders that flash on the screen and mm -hmm. do the. Do the thumbs up, you know? Yeah. So we need to do little things like that. I think it would help a whole lot. Yeah, versus actually have people do what they're supposed to without being, uh, have a uh, my my slipper shoved up their keister. <laughs> True. All right. All right? True that. Well, I mean, we're at war now. Yeah, right? we are. Well, and maybe it... you ask me nicer, Pete. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. Is there another place that we can go where, where there, you know, I mean, are there other people in other places we can go? Maybe we can go to the moon. That's what I was getting ready to say. We could go to the moon. No, I mean, it's just the whole Elon Musk thing is weird. He's out there pushing you can live forever. Yeah. You know, trying thousand, to become. 2014. Oh, we have 100. Selling the big lie, the same but, lie the, the way, serpent told the garden. By the way, don't tell me that you don't exist out there. Because if I threaten to shut the show down, right, and I say, if we don't get the 500. You know, then, mm -hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden, those 500 people come out of nowhere. 
while, while the whole time everybody's making excuses as to why uh, the button hasn't been pushed. Yeah. And, 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 and that's like, you know, come on, folks, seriously. Um, that's not where our strength is. Our strength is in <laughs> DJ what? Beastie, catch more bees with honey. <laughs> now they're just so pathetic. Now, now they're just now the people are just poking at you. We love you, DJ Beastie. Poking, Thank you. Poking at me. Yeah, that's listen. Poking at me. It's hop good. on locals as well and smash it. Yes. Bees, bees, bees. You can get more bees with honey, Pete. The Rum Team 2024. Uh, says look at i don't make excuses trips to I mars is the new clot shot you will be taken to the death camp uh -huh. a thousand mm -hmm. people sitting there only 174 and you know a glass half empty glass uh half full thank you to the 174 we're very appreciative as a matter of fact 174 people don't need positive affirmations to mm -hmm. wake up in the morning you know? yeah like, oh, I woke up. Oh, what? thank you so much for waking up. That's what you're supposed <laughs> to do, you know? Thumbs up, guys. Uh -huh. Thank you, Patriot Jax. You guys are amazing. So we're getting ready to do this interview. I, um, Christina Caramo, she's coming on. She's coming on. Mm -hmm. And in, in the last hour, I don't know if you're going to be doing Pastor Dave in the last hour. I am. Um, it. You guys have to, you know him, you love him. He comes on the Peace Antilles show, mm. and boy, has he ever got some information. Mm. I mean, it's information overload, but it's something that everyone needs to hear for sure. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to have Christina on here in just a few minutes. Boy, are they ever going after her in Michigan? Mm -hmm. And and unfortunately, you guys are going to hear um, uh, that she is going up against a a uh, MAGA pick from, you know, somebody who's being supported by President Trump. So we're going to hear about that, right? We like to hear all sides of the stories. Peter Hoekstra. We do. Uh, I'm, I'm going to shut the streams some, now. Somebody has, uh, somebody has, mm. uh, well, we'll just wait to hear what she has to say about this up in Michigan. For all you folks in Michigan... Lots. Uh, we're hearing that somebody she, says we got people literally who pushed the button and then made an excuse for others who didn't do it. Stop uh, that. Stop that. Somebody's um, watching me. So so we have. Oh, hold on a second. I have to mention this. I'm sorry because they're, they're like trying to it's it's a freaking mob gaggle. You know, he said <laughs> he said there are lots of people who blah, blah, blah. And you don't know that somebody's watching me. You don't know the lots of people. OK. They're my audience members, right? Uh, and I know what they don't do. Stop making excuses and trying to water down what I'm trying to do, right? Because mm. you don't know lots of people that, you know what I mean? It, it's just, you're just pulling shit out of thin air. He said um, he's pointing the finger at them. No. You've taken it all wrong again. This is why you it's should stay out of the It's not taking it all wrong. It's not taking it all <laughs> wrong. No, no. It's, uh, I'm pointing the finger oh at them. Oh, my goodness Absolutely. Gracious. Uh, okay, but so. the broad stroke just makes stuff up to point the finger at them. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, they're just lazy. They think actually this is what's wrong with the internet is you get to hide behind and there's no accountability, right? Like I can't go grab somebody by the freaking tie and pull <laughs> them out in the middle of the street. They can hide behind their computer. No, right? they'll call you an FBI informant. You better be careful. Oh my goodness, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care what they call me. So what do you think about all of those people? Now, it, uh, since we are getting off track here, 
But I want to get back to the moon landing. It was, first of all, it was unmanned, Mm -hmm. right? An unmanned moon moon landing. Mm -hmm. And what what do you think uh, all these people who say that there's no such thing as ever a moon landing... There's a lot of questions out there about that. In well, the there's last a difference between there's a difference between an unmanned moon landing, sure, and a manned moon landing. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this: nobody can convince me. Nobody, nobody can convince me that a human being made it through the Van Allen radiation belt. No mm-hmm. one, and and no one. I, I don't care about all the anomalies and all that other stuff. This is what I do know. A human being cannot pass through the Van Allen radiation belt. So when will somebody tell me, oh, yes, Pete, we were able to. Uh, the only way you can do that is put them in a freaking lead capsule and you're going to need a whole huge freaking rocket uh, to do that, to, to, to propel a lead capsule through the Van Allen radiation belt in order to shield a human being from... Uh, from radiation that would kill you, really. Mm. Um, so, so how, you know, all of you, you know, fake moon landing people, flat earthers, all, but I, I don't care about any of that stuff. Tell me that they were able to pass a human being through the Van Allen radiation belt and survive it. Tell me that. And then back through it. And back through it, yeah. And Tell a little that. aluminum aluminum thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> In these little suits. That's I don't like know. going to drink it, uh, drinking Fukushima freaking uh, who was the nuclear guy we, soup. Who was the guy we used to have on all the time? Uh, his last name was White. Jarrah White. Yeah, Jarrah White. He's an astrophysicist. Yeah. And yeah. he said it was impossible. It was uh, impossible. Susan, Susan watch Kiki deleted him from planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. He That's had what she a, did. I mean, he was a common sense guy, too. He wasn't just somebody out there spewing uh, nonsense. He was an astrophysicist. And guess what he said? Yeah. A human being cannot pass through the radiation belt without being in a freaking lead capsule. Okay. You'd have to be completely shielded and with lead. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. All right. So let me see what the numbers are and I'll determine whether or not to leave the stream on because I'm going to go do my interview. Um, yeah. I, I, I just, I'm not going to be carrying a bunch of goyim, you know, through the freaking mud. Oh my goodness. Wow. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. Some change is going to come here. Okay. Some change is going to come. It is. Mm. Some change is going to come. It is. It is. It is. It is. Um, So, folks, um, everybody uh, stay tuned uh, because uh, I'm going to check right now. Is that the live feed? Let me see. That's day one. And and I want to make this perfectly clear. I'm not saying that there wasn't a moon landing. I'm just saying that there are questions out there about it. And it's intriguing to listen to all sides of that conversation. Right. Uh, Uh, I, you know, I tend to, mm. I I tend to want to believe that there was because I remember it's barely on the edge of my memory, barely on it. But I remember Mm. the the teacher rolling in the, the black and white TV on this big can I, high can I rant, can riser I mm-hmm. on this big high riser and turning it on and watching the moon landing. I barely remember it, but I but I remember that happening. So and how excited mm-hmm. everyone was. Yes, excited. Okay, you ready? Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, check this out. Um, 
listen to Mark Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. Did you hear his speech? At yeah. CPAC? Here, I love Mark Robinson. I do too. Yeah. But I bet you he'd be the type that if, if President Trump selected Tulsi Gabbard, he'd come out just as vigorous as he is right here. Wow. Oh, he would still support Trump. Yeah. I hear yeah. a politician, an elected official say, well, you know, I don't want to speak about that issue because it might affect my reelection campaign. I have no use for you. You stand on the shoulders of young men and women who, when it was time to face down the enemy, were willing to give their lives for you. And you stand as a coward who won't do your duty in Congress. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. As uh -huh. a talk show host, a commentator, right? Uh -huh. uh, as an individual that I, I hope everyone has come to know as a truth teller, Right. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I say too much truth and um, you know, <laughs> people huh? don't like it. What? They, yeah. Feelings get hurt. Oh, they get they get hurt. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, I, you know, when I when I came out against Bannon, you know, that screwed up everyone's golden cow. Oh, yeah. Know? People are still Ooh. mad at you over that. Yeah. Huh? I said, I would imagine people are still mad. I don't at care. You Here's the bottom line. I'm not a coward. All right. If President Trump selects Tulsi Gabbard, all right, mm. I'm going to get a freaking truck that says F Trump on the side of it. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, I am. Huh? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I am. If he selects no, Tulsi Gabbard, I'm done with him. Yeah. I'm done. Well, I mean, if he selects Tulsi Gabbard. He's not, I want him to go back to like business and building skyscrapers and rubbing aloe vera on uh, Melania's legs. That's what I want him to do. Go retire, dude. Seriously. You select Tulsi Gabbard. I'm not going to. T I mean, seriously, I'm a United States Marine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will not accept a socialist in my freaking White House administration. Well, right. um, people will, though. I mean, if, they, they, I don't care. If, wait, if wait, stop, Trump stop, stop. Oh, my God. Can I please make my point? Sure. You, oh, I thought I you did. I don't care what the mob does. Yeah. The, everybody can. You can all go vote for him, okay? And I'm going to give you all the big metal finger, you bunch mm -hmm. of freaking dum-dums. Okay? Yeah. All of you. If I'm one person that stands here with my lovely bride and we're uh, saying, screw Trump and his Tulsi Gabbard pick, I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm not here yeah. about sucking up to the mob because they're, you know, they're stuck on stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Well, they preconditioned everyone. I'm not a coward. It's, it's just a matter of if they've done their job, mm. you know, uh, if all of these influencers have done, done their job and softened everyone and preconditioned everyone to accept the socialist as a VP pick on a Republican ticket. On a yeah. conservative ticket. Yeah, Korea, uh, Christina Karamo coming up here momentarily. Let me finish playing this. And, and, and I'm saying they will, Pete. I'm saying yeah. people will conform to it. And yeah. Good luck and to them. Or they the will. Senate. Or back at home in your house or your, or your Senate. Or even on your city council or board of education. Or as the mayor refused to stand up with the guts to fight against the people that want to destroy this nation. Yeah. Can't have that anymore, folks. We need warriors. We need warriors like President Trump, who is literally spending his golden years fighting for the survival of this nation. Fighting for the survival of this nation. Because we need to get back to standing up for the freedoms we believe in. And I hear a politician, an elected official say, well, you know, I don't...
Yeah. Guess what? Isn't it great? Mm-hmm. Isn't it great? It is. Um, Unk said, you know, there were some people out there who voted for Obama. Pete was one of them. Pete knows what it's like to be caught up in that conditioning. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened after he voted for Obama? Six months later, he no, wanted not, his vote back. Not six months. Are you kidding me? 60 days. <laughs> yeah, you know why? <laughs> so he's been there, done you know that. Why? We, you know why? You know? you know why it took me It took me 60 days to turn on uh, President Trump. Guess why? I mean, President uh, Obama. Guess why? Why? Because I read his executive orders mm-hmm. and I realized what he was. Uh, he was he was not black, okay, because mm-hmm. no, no black person would sign the executive orders that he signed. Yeah, and okay. I remember when I was watching uh, the Obama inauguration, mm-hmm. I was overwhelmed and thought, wow, we finally did it. There's mm-hmm. a black president, and I think he's going to do okay. Yep. Even though I didn't vote for him, oh, yeah. I was like, I think he's going to be okay. And it was a yep. proud moment. And Listen. boy, did I ever learn okay. different. Right? Everyone stand by right here. Christina Caramo is now connected. She's connecting a little bit uh, uh, close to the top of the hour. So we're going to take a break right now and get her settled in. Yep. And then uh, we will have a discussion with her uh, right after this. You guys don't, uh, don't go away. We'll be uh, right back right after this. the thing that John Hewlett has developed, this cardio miracle, and uh, just so you, as a quick aside, uh, in the gym where I go every day, uh, the 30-somethings, and I'm in my mid-50s, just, they, they just can't keep up. <laughs> I did start probably in about January taking the cardio miracle. The most interesting and telling thing after being on this for a few months is really noticing a difference in the energy level that I've had and the severity of my heart problems. It's funny, you start to begin to have this sense that there's actual healing taking place inside the body. Well, I'm one of the generation born in 1947. So on the front end of the baby boom, all I can say is if you want prolonged life, better health, more energy, better sleep, The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. 
Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. history of the world, the struggle to survive has been a constant. The human spirit has been frequently tested. Every man has had his own struggle. Every man has made sacrifices. And every man has been pushed beyond their limits. Survival is crucial. The desire to be prepared has never wavered. Generations that came before us realized the importance of gaining every advantage. How you face adversity could change your life. Success depends on it. History is defined by it. Our spirit is fueled by it. Our strength comes in many forms. The strength to fight. The strength to overcome. The strength to believe. The strength to win. The strength to rise. Rise up, coffee. Rise up to meet your challenge. guest she was on uh once before i i i'll i'll uh, i won't forget that very tumultuous time uh when i look back at it i was really naive really naive i thought that somebody like my next guest guest christina caramo um you know as a, a leader to help get us away from what happened in 2020 and her stance in Michigan, and she was literally right in the middle of a, just a, I, I call, you know, uh, Michigan GOP politics just like toxic nuclear soup. I mean, it's just, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just bring you on, on, on that alone. I have limited uh, time with you, Christina, uh, and I, I want to welcome you back, but it's tough. But I was naive to think that, you know, that good people could have you know, a quick and easy, positive, you know, impact on that toxic soup. And then I found out how sophisticated the powers that be are, you know, from the DeVos money coming in, the rhinos. Shoot, I would say, Christina, welcome, by the way. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for joining me. Um, yeah. Can, can, I, can I say that uh, when, when I say that I'm, I'm naive... Um, it's, it's a talk about Michigan politics. Let's begin that way. And then we'll talk about your story. Oh man. Where do I begin, Pete? You know, 
when I ran for chairwoman, my goal was to make sure that we elect constitutionalists because what good is it to elect Republicans who are just going to be co-conspirators with Democrats? It makes zero sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I knew I would meet some resistance, but I felt that since I'm the party chair, uh, a lot of people would just kind of decide, let's work together. 24, such a critical year for us. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer has done so much destruction to the state. But that was, like you, I feel, I, I feel like I was a bit naive because I was quickly realizing that I was being met with fierce sabotage. So as you mentioned, in 2020, I was one of the poll challengers. And my professional background is in education. And I actually um, went to theology school. So I did not have the intention on being having a, quote, career in politics. That was not my aspiration at all. But I know my civic duty does not end at voting. It's beyond that. So I was one of the poll challenges in 2020. I witnessed the whole the criminal activity in Detroit. I mean, from illegal ballots being cast, ballots being ballots being duplicated outside the law, the unlawful adjudication process, thousands of ballots showing up in the middle of the night. And the crazy part was the cover up. You know, it's, it. You know, people have mass murder for power, so it's no surprise that a group of people will want to cheat in an election. But the worst part was that we had our Republican legislatures participating in the cover-up. So I guess when thinking back at it, I shouldn't be surprised that these same Republican legislatures who participated in the cover-up mm-hmm. wouldn't be too welcoming me as welcoming me welcoming me as mm-hmm. to me as state party chair, mm-hmm. because it was our own our own Republican senator who wrote the report claiming that there was no widespread fraud in 2020. And he asked for Dana Nessel, our Marxist attorney general, consider, to consider criminally investigating people who alleged fraud in the election. These are the Republicans that I have to work with. But nevertheless, uh, since I became chair, it has been a nonstop assault to not only damage my personal reputation, um, but that of those who support me, um, also my new co-chair, um, they have done, his name is Dan Bonamy. They're harassing him. He's a township supervisor. Mm-hmm. So they're going out of their way to destroy anybody who is not participating in what I call the political oligarchy. Mm-hmm. There's a small group of people who have controlled the Republican Party and used it as a way, as a tool to personally enrich themselves politically, professionally, because they, you know, get these people elected in office, then they get tax dollars for a pet project of theirs. So it's corporate welfare. So they're just as bad as the person who won't work because they will, instead of, you know, going out and raising money amongst their friends for a business project, they instead want to take the tax dollars from hardworking Michiganders to invest in their business. And they need these politicians to go along with it. So not to give off on that subject, but it's just been nonstop from the RNC being involved, Um, They have done everything they can to try to uh, remove me as chairwoman and myself and our committee aren't going to put up with it. I'm uh, I I have a I took this off. That's why I was looking down. I just want you to know I'm listening intently and I've always seen you this way. But this is what it says. And I wear this. Be strong and courageous for I am with you. Um, I've now gotten to the point where since 2020, you know, I've followed, you know, uh, like uh, Sidney Powell. I love Sidney Powell. I don't care what anybody says about Sidney Powell. As a matter of fact, she's one of the most persecuted. That should tell you, you know, uh, what uh, uh, what you're looking at as to Sidney Powell. A lot of rulings coming about. They have attacked her, destroyed her. Uh, and I've been with her over the past couple of years. So I've been in the trenches. I see how she operates behind the scenes and how she was sabotaged. But here's my point. 
Okay. Guess who I've discovered through this whole effort in the quote-unquote election integrity realm? No, it's election crimes, A. And B, the biggest fights that I've ever had myself in the battles, especially in Michigan, is against our own. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, not, not even the Democrats will. They'll go steal an election and then go off in the corner and say, you guys are crazy. They don't. Mm -hmm. They haven't fought me since 2020 as vigorously as the Republicans, rhinos, fake Republicans. They have sabotaged our efforts to expose crimes against the United States of America, period. That is a statement. Again, you're absolutely right, Pete. What was so crazy as you know, as you know, I was a Republican nominee for Secretary yes. of State in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And after the August primary, we had like a, an event, the party held an event for the candidates and kind of like this unity event. So I see Governor John Engler, who was the, the former uh, Michigan governor uh, in the late nine, mid to in late 90s. And so he's sitting down eating lunch and I walk over to him because I try to work with everybody as much as possible without compromising my values. So I walked over to him and said, how you doing, Governor Engler? I would love to sit down and, and you know talk to you, pick your brain, see how I can be successful in this campaign. And he didn't even look up from his meal. And he goes, all you need to know is just stop talking about elections. Just stop talking about elections. It's noise. Can you imagine? Now, here's the craziness of it all. The Democrats have engaged in a crime and installed this, this fake individual into the White House. But aside from that, I'm running for secretary of state. Mm. That is my job. Yes. The secretary of state is the chief election officer. How can I not talk about elections? It's complete insanity. So again, in order for the defraud of 2020 to have occurred, you had to have Republicans be complicit in the crime. So naturally, naturally, when I become chair, I should have been, I should have thought about this because one of the reasons why I ran for chair because my own party sabotaged me. Our party would not even publicly acknowledge me. And when I say this, it's not like I'm personally offended or my feelings are hurt, it's just counterproductive. If you have a candidate where the Democrats have dumped $10 million to get her elected, it would seem that you're a candidate, you would want to at least you know, acknowledge they exist so the voters could vote for the person, but they wouldn't do that because they could not allow for the elections to actually be cleaned up. And what's so destructive about these people, to your point, Pete, is Gretchen Whitmer has been able to reign in Michigan unchecked. Now, the Democrats in Lansing have a slim majority, very slim. Right now, it's a dead heat because they lost uh, two of their people ran for city offices. So right now, it's a dead heat. And we could have really put the pressure on Whitmer because there were six House Michigan House seats identified as flippable seats. And our Senate minority leader, Eric Nesbitt, our House minority leader, Matt Hall, after I got elected, refused to talk to me. Refused to talk to me. We had people on our staff reach out to them, refused to talk to me, refused to be with me, would not work with me. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, the reason why that's so problematic is, again, this is not an issue of, oh my goodness, my feelings are hurting, that these people are mean. No, 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 I don't care about that. My problem is, is that how effective what we have been as a united front, fighting Whitmer every step of the way, yeah. tooth and nail. I mean, we could have stopped a lot of this atrocious and treasonous policies that she have, yeah. like bringing the CCP into Michigan, if I actually had oh, yeah. our Senate majority leader and minority and House minority leader who actually cared about the Republic more so than protecting their little fiefdom of power. Oh, and yeah. this is what's wrong. One we quick, lack virtue in our party. Yes, one quick comment about uh, Whitmer recently. I just covered it yesterday. Uh, she's now 
calling on volunteers, citizens to not only has she brought CCP businesses in, I mean, straight up communist businesses coming into uh, Michigan. She's uh, she's laid the, uh, the groundwork for that. Now she's bringing in illegal immigrants into the state and asking for volunteers to assist in human trafficking in the state of Michigan. Is she not? Oh, yeah. Oh, Pete, I got tons of commentary on that. Number one, to your point regarding the CCP, that CCP battery factory would have been built 100 miles from Camp Grayling. That is the largest National Guard trained facility in the United States of America. Yeah. Also, that battery factory would have been built on the Muskegon River. That water flows straight and not any river point, any type of the CCP building a facility next to a major water supply. Hmm, what could go wrong with that? Yeah. Not to mention the Muskegon River flows out to Lake Michigan, so that could potentially jeopardize Illinois and Wisconsin's water. And let's make it even worse. We grow a lot of our food in mid-Michigan. A large, a large percentage of our food is grown in mid-Michigan. So this is all compromising our safety. And what, and what are the, the, the Republican oligarchy in Michigan doing? They're too busy worrying trying to how to get rid of me while Gretchen Whitmer is installing the CCP. Yeah. And Gretchen Whitmer openly admitted that she's working to rebuild Michigan's economy with the World Economic Forum. So I'm sure your listeners know how dangerous that is. Yes. So now getting to your point, now they want Michiganders to bring in illegal immigrants into our homes. And, and one of the women, that they, one of the individuals they were trying to use to kind of prop up this system was saying, oh, she was so happy that this family from Haiti was living with her because the woman who lived, the mother likes to cook. So these people are getting a functional slave labor. It, it's complete insanity. But here's another point, Pete, I would like the audience to consider that oftentimes when we see these people who come into our country illegally, if you notice when they come to the border, one of the key things you need to be aware of is number one, as you know, I'm sure you've talked about, is a lot of these people are military age men. That yes. is an invasion. Yes, they're military age mm -hmm. men with no women and no children. And then they're flying a foreign flag. Now yes. think about this. I know your audience knows about the deep state and how unfortunately many of our agencies have been involved in regime change wars behind our back and toppling governments. Now, a lot of these countries, the citizenry is angry with us because they feel that we've destabilized their countries. Now, those people are coming into our country illegally flying a foreign flag with mostly military age men. What could go wrong? I mean, this is these people who run our government are traitors. They're intentionally collapsing our republic, whether it's allowing military age men to come into our country illegally, uh, sexually confusing the children, inflation, collapsing the economy, trying to promote racial strife. The whole thing is, is insane. Our country, is, is, there is a war going on in our there country, is. and we don't see it because no bullets are being shot. And there is no doubt a war in our country. As, as in wars in the past, I'm just going to reference back to a, a, a time, you know, way back when, uh, in Vietnam, for instance. Um, we, we didn't allow the Viet Cong, you know, tunnel rats, communists that were literally, they were killing you know, Americans and any, anything in front of them. We didn't say, well, we got to coexist with them. Let them come into our camp and, you know, they're going to open up our fridge and take our stuff and we'll just let them mingle. We didn't do that. That was very dangerous because what ultimately ends up happening is those people, their mission is to kill us in war and you don't let them into your camp. Well, well, guess what? There, 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 there may not be kinetically people firing bullets, but they're infiltrating. They're in the camp. Eventually, if this thing goes kinetic, which it will, there's every mm -hmm. indication that now that they've entered the interior, we've got military-age men. There's 10 million illegal aliens. It, illegal aliens, and among them 
are a bunch of military age men that have come out of Afghanistan, that they've come all, all around the world, CCPers. When they activate these people, what are we going to do? Say, oh, now we need to respond to it? Now we need to. Re so this is a war. Let me ask you something, because here is an infiltrator. Now I'm going to fast forward. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, we've had people among us within our own party that have infiltrated. Uh, I'm going to mention one, one, one person that has done a lot of work here. Are you friends with an advocate for Matt DiPerno? No, Matt DiPerno and I. Hold actually on one second. Time out. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. You know why? Because I was, I have so much respect for you, and, and you're in politics, and I understand in politics you have to make certain compromises. And I just thought to myself, okay, well, if she's going to say that she's an advocate for Matt DiPerno, I'm going to tell you something right now. Matt DiPerno, I was in Mike Lindell's airplane with him, and I was flying mm -hmm. to an event, and he told me that he was told to keep a zip his lip about election issues when he was running for attorney general, and he told me that he was going to speak to a broader audience and back off on the election crimes issue when I know for a fact that he had forensic evidence of crimes against the United States of America in Michigan and he chose to keep his mouth shut for the sake of politics to speak with her and I and I thought to myself that that's the kind of compromise I will never associate with and this man is right next to me I told him and hung up the phone on him. I said, if you, if your strategy gets you across the line, as soon as you're attorney general, I'm coming after you. I'm coming after you for what you did to secure that office, to throw uh, the truth under the bus. That is the truth, and I'm sticking to it. Matt DiPerno is your typical politician that's willing to compromise uh, principles and integrity for the sake of what? For the sake of what? What do they get on the other side? when they become attorney general after sacrificing principle, what do they get? What do they, I mean, if they're willing to do it before the election to get in, what are they gonna do when they're in office? <laughs> well, well, to your point, when we were, because Matt was on the other side, he ran for chair two against me and I and I beat him by 14 points. So what happened, <laughs> um, we had a, a chairs, like a debate and the moderator asked the, all, the, all of us on the panel, what's more important, business or morality? And Matt stood up and said business. So, I mean, that, that's how he rolls. And he's been part of coordinating the effort to try to get rid of me. When I mean, he's been an instrumental front and center since the time I got elected. I mean, this man went on the news call saying I was uh, accusing me of anti-Semitism. I mean, it just goes on. Crazy. It's just so insane so on what glad. some people will do for power. We have not spoken about that, right? I didn't. I, I was probably going to just have to keep my mouth shut just because I did. Out of respect for you, I want to make sure that we highlight you know, your your chairwomanship and what you're attempting to do and exposing the truth. You're not compromising your principle. I've never seen you do that. So this is what I want to do. Uh, we have a lot of people that tune in in Michigan uh, uh, for uh, very obvious reasons uh, because I don't, I don't make compromises. You know, I'm not about collecting people on, you know, half truths. Uh, I want you to speak to our listening audience right now and you let them know about what's happening in one of I mean, it's Americana. Michigan always has been. Even the Big D. I love the Big D. I saw it. You know, I had friends that, that I, went, I had friends that were working in the auto industry. I had family members. Bruno Machinery made upholstery for the auto industry. I watched this over many decades. So I have an affinity for Michigan, the auto industry, America, and all the Americans in Michigan. And you're up against an entity 
that has been for decades trying to overthrow America through one of the portals known as Michigan. Tell everybody what is happening to you, what we need to do, and rally support. Give us a call to action as to how we can support your efforts here. But tell everybody what's happening right now. Yeah, so uh, to, take, to take it back after I, I uh, won, um, it, it's just been ongoing. It's in, and it's, it's incremental. So there was this well-funded effort to basically demonize my character and con constantly call into question my competency and my ability. Uh, the former administration left me $600,000 of debt. Um, and there was this, this notion that, oh, it's completely normal to leave the next chair in debt. It's like, well, how can we be the party of fiscal responsibility when we don't even have it within our own party? But, but be that as it may, you know, from my own co-chair, you know, trying to install corrupt people and in, in, in within our administration, then her ultimately being part of the effort uh, to get rid of me. But what's happening is, is that there is an effort to install Patriot Act Pete Hoekstra as the chairperson. A small group of people conducted an illegitimate meeting where they, and you could tell this was a deep state operation and what people need to understand. And I've had pushback from folks who say, well, you know, you're, you're calling, you know, upset delegates and upset members, deep staters. I'm like, no, 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 no. When the media starts to report there's a vote to remove me when the party has had called no, no such vote, then that shows you something is wrong. Why is the media reporting this? Before we even get to that point, let's take it even a step back further than that. So last year, um, our HRCC, which is the House Republican Caucus Committee, who's the fundraising arm of the Republican Party, and they're, they're tasked with electing House members specifically, but they meddle heavily in the primaries. They recruit and run people in the primaries to prevent constitutionalists from winning. Our House Republican Caucus, um, the folks that they've tapped to fundraise for them are Bill Parfait and Rick Snyder. Now, unless you live in Michigan, those names may mean nothing to you. Bill Parfait was part of a group called Republicans for Whitmer. He was part of Gretchen Whitmer's reelection team. Think about this. Now, our goal is to re recruit Republicans who are going to stop Whitmer, not recruit Republicans who are going to help carry out her agenda. So the guy who was part of re Republicans for Whitmer, her reelection team, has now been tasked with fundraising for our House Republican Caucus. And Rick Snyder, who's the former governor, who endorsed Joe Biden. So that entity has been going out and telling people, don't get, and these people are, both these guys are billionaires, by the way, so keep that in mind. Both these guys are multi-billionaires. They are going out and it's been reported in the news that they are telling people, do not give money to the Michigan Republican Party. Do not give it to the party. In addition to them telling people not to give money to the party, they're using their context in the media, whether it's Nolan Finley, Dennis Lennox, John Yob, all these people, to go and assassinate my personal character and just assassinate my character. So you have the HRCC saying, don't give her any money. And then you have these guys in the newspaper just constantly repetitively assassinating my character. Then they turn around to, to make it hard for me to raise money for the party. Then turn around and go, look, she can't raise money, uh, get rid of her. Mm. So it's, it's the arsonist fireman tactic. Mm. Um, so then on top of it all, I mean, just to add to some of the corruption we have going on in Michigan. Can so I, I want to hit high level something? points. There's Can so I add many something? I really mm -hmm. want to add something. I, I'm not going to apologize for interjecting. I think you're going to be impressed with what I know because mm -hmm. I followed uh, the the battery plant. Uh, uh, and, and, and if you know, oh, I'm having a Joe Biden moment. What is her name? She's a beautiful soul. I'm friends with her. Uh, she was fighting. She's a, 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 a horse breeder rancher directly across, and she's been fighting. Yes. Uh -huh. but guess guess I what I learned? Too. Guess what I learned, okay? And I, I, I want you to mention this because 
this effort a couple couple of different directions. Betsy DeVos, a supposed Republican, okay, rhino, billionaire, has been pumping money against uh, anybody that wants to bring integrity uh, into the GOP. A lot of money uh, in opposition to it, working in favor of the likes of people like, you know, Gretchen Whitmer. And also this company called Goshen is connected directly to the CCP. There's a lawfare effort against you. There's a massive deep state effort, a lawfare effort, and a, a, a law firm out there is also representing Goshen, which is CCP, and they're working against you to have you removed, correct? Am I, oh, wrong, yeah. about, am I wrong about this? No, no. So there's a video. If people go to my Twitter page, uh, it's just Christina Caramo, K Christina with a K, Caramo with the K. Just go to my Twitter page and pin to the top of my Twitter page is a video I did about a law firm, Warner Norcross and Judd. One of their partners, Troy Cummings, who was an assistant attorney general, we have obtained audio recordings of him as calling state committee members, telling them, telling them I'm corrupt, comparing me to Hitler, and trying to encourage them to sign a petition to take up a vote for removing me. Troy Cummings is also one of the counsel on the lawsuit for the individuals trying to sue me. He also um, prepared a bogus report where he cites Project 65. Project 65, I'm sure your listeners know who they are. They're trying to strip law licenses away from election integrity lawyers. Mm -hmm. So this guy, also Troy Cummings, has been tapped by the RNC to be one of their election integrity lawyers. And Warner Norcross and Judd it represented GBI Strategies. If your listeners are unaware, GBI Strategies is the entity that the Democrats used to peddle their election fraud scam. Yes. And they there was an investigation in Muskegon County. So why is it the law firm who was involved in protecting Goshen, protecting election fraud, is now involved in trying to throw me out of office? Hmm. Mm. Yes. And... A lot of very powerful forces in Michigan. For some reason, I don't know why it's Michigan, um, but um, uh, Connick, Connick, uh, what, what is the name of the company? Oh, Connect, yes. Connect um, is CCP, straight up. They're located out there. A lot of things happening there as to what they've done uh -huh. with the data and the commingling of data and their infiltration of our of our national security infrastructure, correct? Oh, and, and add to it, one of the things we want the listeners to remember, please don't forget everyone, Michigan with our Great Lakes, our Great Lakes system is the largest national, I mean, the largest freshwater supply in the world. Mm -hmm. This is the largest freshwater supply in the world, our Great Lakes system. So you can see why this area is so important for the globalists. They, Michigan is ground zero for the globalist takedown of the United States of America. I mean, our state, our state gave the World Economic Forum three million dollars. Our county gave the World Economic Forum three million dollars. We got the CCP, not just in Goshen, but also the Marshall Project. And just yesterday, Whitmer announced, oh, we have great investments for more clean energy in Michigan. This is terrifying. And in Michigan, they're stripping, stripping, stripping away our gun rights between safe storage laws, red flag laws other other gun restricting laws so and on top of it all they're telling us to invite illegal immigrants into our house uh -huh. so you, you you see how this is an absolute recipe for mass destabilization of the state of michigan and for them to control some of our most primary resources we also have a, a, a very a, a critical uh, minerals in michigan like copper so it, it's it's just 
It's a horrible situation in my state and our administration. It's not just me, Pete. It's not just me. It's our whole team. We have our whole team is committed to not just exposing it, but fighting it. Because what we know is politics is local. And so we're pushing everything local because it's the only way we're going to defeat globalists locally. And and they can't let that happen. But there's there's more stuff happening. This is going to be fun going through more of this. this So so listen, I I want uh, I don't want to let so much time pass. I want to work with you because and I I hope uh, I've let you know that I'm in tune with what's happening in Michigan. All right. And, And I have, you know, with Goshen, with this lawfare tactics, with you know, Matt DiPerno with all of these entities over the past couple of years that I've learned about. So I've, I've got, you know, an affinity for Michigan. I want to, I want to help you with the fight. Here's my main question to you. Um, because we've also had, um, you know, J.D. Vance out of Ohio. I mean, I, I was mm-hmm. wondering about him. And then all of a sudden he got full support, thankfully, from, uh, from you know, the Trump campaign and his administration. So that helps uh, uh, prop, uh, prop him up as well. What kind of support? Because, yes, you can do locally, but we need at the upper end of the, you know, the, the GOP, GOP, the big bags of cash, because obviously uh, Ronna McGromney McDaniel is not shoveling big boatloads of cash to you to help support your efforts to defend GOP principles, is she? Oh no, she's actually actively trying to remove me. So here, here's a a, a little a little story time with you, and I'll and I'll be Please. quick. So mm-hmm. when I became chair, one of the things was is that the former administration left us four hundred forty thousand dollars on a line of credit and one hundred eighty thousand dollars in credit card debt. I asked Comerica Bank, the bank that the former administration bank was, to please give me the original line of credit documents. They would not give me the information. They would only give me the addendum. They would not give me the transaction history for the line of credit. And then they turn around and tell me that there was no guarantor on a $3 million line of credit. Now, anybody listening know that that sounds completely ridiculous, because it is ridiculous. Um, It took months for us to get the original line of credit documents. Then we find out that the old MyGov headquarters, which I didn't use because they were trying to claim, um, the former administration was telling me it was gonna cost us $12,000 a month to use. I thought that was ridiculous. So fast forward in October, we get the original line of credit documents. We find out this building is collateral on the loan. And as we began to start looking into this situation, then this entity began stating that they own the building as we began to explore our options to settle this debt. But then it was questionable because now this entity is claiming that they own the building and this entity, Seymour Street LLC, is doing is DBAing as the Michigan Republican Party. So we're like, okay, we haven't seen a transaction in history on the line of credit. You're telling us that we don't own the collateral on the loan. This entity owns the collateral on the loan, but this entity has been doing business as the Michigan Republican Party. So how do we know they don't own the loan, owe, owe that debt? So nevertheless, you got Comerica Bank, you got Seymour Street LLC, you got the MyGops Trust. It's really a messy situation. It's extremely messy. So our uh, our attorney filed a legal action, um, a lawsuit where we're not accusing anybody of criminal activity. We're not seeking any punitive damages. We're simply asking the judge to tell us who owns what and who owes what. That's it. Now, Ronna McDaniel is listed in the lawsuit. Not that we're accusing her of criminal activity, but we're just calling to question some of her conduct to know if it could have factored into some of the confusion. Well, once we filed that lawsuit, that's when the gates of hell opened on us. And these people just intensified their efforts to try to throw me out mm-hmm. to the point of scaring committee members saying that they will be personally liable unless I drop this lawsuit. 
So, and, and then you fast forward when these individuals conducted this illegitimate meeting, Rana tells me that, oh, we stay out of party disputes. We just seat this member. We don't get involved in state disputes. We know there's a lawsuit. We don't get involved. We stay out of it. Well, these lawsuits thus far have actually been going in our favor as the way it looks, but we just don't know. But nevertheless, the majority of the committee supports me. The majority of the committee has met twice to reaffirm me as chair. Our committee is livid. And Rana told me that they completely stay out of it. Then the RNC just unilaterally decides to vacate my seat on the 168. And Rhonda McDaniel told me to my face at our Las Vegas meeting that I'm still legally the chair. Then why did you vacate my seat? As you know, again, she's from Michigan. She was a former MyGop chair. Right. So we don't get support from the RNC. Well, we get a sabotage yes. from the RNC, um, even though the majority of our members continue to support me. I've got, I've got her chair. figured out. We have limited time here. I don't want to close this up, but I got her figured out. Guess what? She makes way more money losing because she sends out emails every time. You know, Arizona, Cary Lake lost. I got a flood of emails for donations. We got to fight back. Then she she pulled up stakes in Arizona, bailed on the legal uh, challenges that had to come with Larry, uh, uh, with Cary Lake's uh, uh, fraud out there in Arizona. And then she went out to uh, to Georgia with Herschel Walker and he, he lost. And then a flood of emails came out of that. They make she makes more money losing. That's why she's got a, a, a track record, because she makes hundreds of millions of dollars when she loses. And her job and the job of the rhinos in the GOP is to enable the Marxist agenda uh, by not doing anything. You're saying that yeah. it goes unchecked. No, it's uh, she's uh -huh. being she's being facilitated they're enabling her by not doing anything and i think that's their job is to speak republican to the republicans and not do anything to hold the marxist agenda is am i wrong about this peter i agree with you 100 percent. these people are controlled opposition because mm -hmm. if the shoe was on the other foot and the democrats witness Republicans doing what we saw Democrats doing in 2020, not only their party would be all over us, they would be screaming and burning cities. They would not put up with it. Not to say that rioting is okay, so right, please, right. I don't understand, but, but they would not put up with it. Our Republican elected officials and our party tried to push us back and, and then Pete, then they come with this bogus story of a consent decree. Now, I can't say definitively that they're lying, but I've been involved in this party a long time, and I've never heard of that stupid consent decree that they tried to throw on us and say, well, we couldn't do anything about election integrity because of this consent decree. What are you talking about? You couldn't file a lawsuit about cleaning up the voter rolls? You couldn't make sure that the election laws were part of the book? Okay, so maybe the RNC has some challenges. That don't mean you couldn't work through the state GOPs. You didn't have enough common sense to get a 501c3 or a 501c4 to do something about election fraud? Mm. Give me a break. They were in on it. Yes, they, they were. They were in on it. They were. And then all of us, who spoke truth about election fraud, then they tried to blame us in 22 and say, oh, these election integrity people cost us the election. Let me get this right. So Democrats are rigging elections and us speaking truth about it cost us to lose an election. These people are gaslighting us. They, they are. are gaslighting us and they're so selfish and they're cowards because they're intentionally destroying our country. They are controlled opposition. They it's are. a brilliant strategy for the enemies of God and country to infiltrate the other side to prevent us from being what? true opposition to these Marxists. We are about to lose our country. And, you, and these people are, are angry because we're going to lose our country. And you made a statement that Michigan, uh, it sounds pretty sensational, that Michigan is ground zero. And I, for years I was up there, I was up there protesting against Whirlpool because they, you know, they had land issues out there. The water out there is important to them. 
uh, the politics, the DeVos money, all that stuff, all of the controlled opposition. But Michigan is ground zero. So uh, two-part question. Number one, are you going to be at the Clay Clark event? Uh, are you going to be at the Reawaken Tour? If not, uh, I can... I need to be there. You need, <laughs> I'm going to hand walk you in there and say, yeah, Clay Clark, get her on the stage. Okay, you can't be in the Big D and not have Christina... <laughs> Karamo address the local. So you're going to be speaking at the Clay Clark event. You will. Well, well I, I haven't. I haven't been put on the schedule, but you I will. will be at least you, you will. An opportunity to speak. I would I, love. To. I, I don't. I don't wield my influence. Okay, but I'm going to cash in a token. You need to be speaking at the Reawaken tour at the Big D. Number one. Number two. What do we need to do? Because everybody has a dog in this fight. Not just people from Michigan. Everyone in America, what do we need to do to rally in support of what you're doing? A lot of truth came out just in this segment alone. Everyone should feel comfortable. What do we do to help you? Give us uh, some action items here, some calls calls to action. Well, one, share content. You know, we when we when people hear me speak or people from our team speak about what's happening, as you can see in the video I did about Warner Norcross and Judd, we provided the evidence, audio recordings, copies of lawsuits. Yes. We don't say things without proof. So please share that content. If you're from Michigan or if you want to contribute to the Michigan Republican Party, MIGOP.org, there's always a way people can help. Mm -hmm. But the, one of the best things people can do to help us fight back is get involved in your local community. Yes. I know that may seem somewhat counterintuitive for me to say, you go, well, how did that help you? Because the only way we're going to stop globalism is to fortify our local communities. Go to a public meeting. Find out what they're doing. That is going to be huge. But speak the truth. Use your social media platform to get our message out there. But, you know, like I said, if you're in Michigan, get involved in MIGOP.org, uh, our Good Neighbor Program. Yes. That's our, our, our neighborhood team building platform that we have. It's a whole system. Mm -hmm. But the best thing people can do is get involved. That's mm -hmm. how they're going to help. Get involved and speak out. That That's that's it because that's okay. the only way we're going to save our country i'm gonna um uh, i'm gonna send a clip out he's a very busy man so I'm, i need to give him an executive summary i'm gonna send a message and i don't bother general flynn unless it's really important okay general flynn clay clark must have you speak of the issues related to what's going on in michigan at the clay clark event michiganians are going to be there they need action items after they leave you know the stage uh, so, and I'm hoping to get up there, so I'll see you. Secondly, everybody needs to know that this is the fight. This is the fight that we're in. It's up to we, the people, you know, uh, we, the people can take control, but you can't look to because you're going to be so disappointed to, you know, a leader X, Y, Z, or because the forces that are behind this thing, I'm going to make this one statement, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. These entities like this law firm, this, um, this law firm is acting as an agent of a foreign entity like with Goshen. I mean, they've been doing this a long time. Um, there are CCP interests that are entering into, into Michigan through politics and through lawfare. And we, the people, must push back on that. How? Just by exposing the truth. Expose the truth. They fall apart, can, don't they? Expose it. And if I could say real quick, Pete, is that we have a program called the Good Neighbor Program in Michigan out developed. Because when you mention action steps, that's so critical. Because what we can't have is punditry with no no steps, no tactical right. solutions. Mm -hmm. So we have something called the Good Neighbor Program. It's a closed platform that we own, we control, no big tech, where we actually have training modules to show people how to gather information and get involved in their local government. In Goshen, the reason why they've been able, in, in the Goshen situation, in Green Township and Macosta County, they were able to put these people 
people on their heels. They were they recalled their entire township board who was a complicit in colluding with Goshen. It didn't take millions of dollars. It they took them getting up, going to public meetings, knocking on their neighbor doors, speaking the truth, and they were able to recall that township board. They Don't put padlocks the on the door. Voice. I saw that video. I was like, yes. And it was the power of the people that did that. Mm -hmm. and, and they didn't have to pull guns out or threaten anybody. You use mm -hmm. rule of law, due process, and people getting actively involved, and they're recalled, right? And we show, and, and if you go to our website, if you live in Michigan, MIGOP.org and sign up for the Good Neighbor Program, mm -hmm. we have all kinds of action steps and, and training information for people. Also, our election awesome. security operations, we're also doing that training, also utilizing our Good Neighbor Program. So we are rocking and rolling for 24, despite all of the, the foolishness um, but, you know, we, we have our presidential primary February 27th and our conventions March 2nd. We're moving in Detroit. So we're, we're steaming right ahead. Awesome. And I'm again, I'm sending this message out. We'll see you out there. It's an important uh, event that's taking place. We need to rally support of uh, we the people. Christina, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm going to follow your progress. And then when I pester you to bring you on, it's because I found something and I want to have a discussion with you. But I have so yes. much faith. Don't you? Don't you have a lot of faith? Look at the uh, smile I on do. your face. I have faith in Christ, and I just pray that we prevail in the end because America is the last hope. But you know, um, I just, I just hopefully have. I, I just hope that American people will, besides be angry, put some, put some feet to that anger and, and make it action steps. Say the republic. God bless you. And uh, God bless you, Pete. Yeah, God bless you. And we're behind you. And we will, we the people will. We all have a dog in this fight. We're going to give you, give you some support here. Everybody share this information and reach out to those people in Michigan that may not know what's going on. Thank you very much, Christina. I appreciate it. Thank you. God wow. bless. God bless you too. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, we have a dog in the fight. Everybody here. Everybody here. Uh, what was that? Jeez, that was nasty. Everyone here uh, has a stake in this matter and what's going on in Michigan. All right. So let's whip up some holy cane and 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 put down the likes of people like Betsy DeVos, the one that uh, infiltrated the Trump administration through the Department of Education and then went up to Michigan after she left and start, started taking out true America first GOPers like Christina Karama. All right. We need to put down actually the fight, ladies and gentlemen, this, the civil war that we have upon us is not against the CC peers and the, you know, and the Democrats and the, you know what you get with them. The civil war that we have in this country is against all of the controlled opposition GOP Republican rhinos. If, if this nation goes down, it's not going to be because of the left. It's going to be because of the re fake Republicans. So help me God. Stay right there. We'll be back uh, in just a minute, folks. All right? Stay right there.
the long history of the world, the struggle to survive has been a constant. The human spirit has been frequently tested. Every man has had his own struggle. Every man has made sacrifices. And every man has been pushed beyond their limits. Survival is crucial. The desire to be prepared has never wavered. Generations that came before us realized the importance of gaining every advantage. How you face adversity could change your life. Success depends on it. History is defined by it. Our spirit is fueled by it. Our strength comes in many forms. The strength to fight. The strength to overcome. The strength to believe. The strength to win. The strength to rise. Rise up, coffee. Rise up to meet your challenge. G'day, I'm Dr. Mark Miller for Bella Grace, and I'd like to have a chat with you about Bella Trim, our comprehensive weight management product. Now, most people early on will register a reduction in cravings associated with Bella Trim. How does it do that? Well, it does it by changing the levels of hormones that are associated with either hunger or satiety. It lowers the levels of ghrelin, a hunger hormone, and it raises the levels of GLP-1, the satiety hormone. As a result of that rebalancing act, you have fewer cravings. Net result, fewer trips to the snack cabinet where you may eat something that you shouldn't. It's comprehensive, it does a lot more than that though. There is an absolutely fascinating action on a metabolic switch called AMP kinase, AMPK. AMPK is associated with the preferential burning of fat as a metabolic fuel. And as a result, you have a reduction in visceral fat and, and reduction in waist circumference. It does more than that. It also helps regulate blood glucose. Blood glucose is a huge factor in weight management. And it does that by optimizing the actions of insulin. It also affects blood lipids. It lowers LDL, lowers triglycerides, all of those bad cholesterols that you hear about, at the same time as raising the levels of HDL, the good cholesterol. In addition for cardiovascular health, it also helps normalize blood pressure. There's more to it than that, though. It also improves your microbiome. We do that by several ways. One, there's an ingredient in there that stimulates a greater diversity. And the other one is prebiotics, FOSS and GOSS, that help feed the good bacteria, gentrify your microbiome. So, Bella Trim, comprehensive. Enjoy it. Cheers. So, no, I do. Just no, a, I do. A, a couple, a couple of uh, thingy dingies. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna have. So if you look like that's what? Really? No, that's not true. We're gonna do that. Mm. 
is that that way? Mm. Hmm? I, I don't wonder. know. You don't know? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Jeez, mm. Louiso. It's uh, 10 minutes to 11. I have important meetings. You uh, do? I can't go over. Nope. Uh, Pastor Dave Robbins. Oh, you'll get it. You'll uh, get it. Yeah, I'm going to. It's going gonna to happen. Uh, it's going to happen tonight. <laughs> okay. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. At the four to five o'clock hour on LFA TV, uh, the Santilla Report. All right. Uh huh. Immediately following that, I'm going to put Dave Robbins's most important report is understanding the end times. And by the way, this isn't, you know, um, like you know, a lot of the Christians. I will mm-hmm. say this. I'm going to I'm going to end our conversation here on this note. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm not some. Uh, you know, profit chaser, you know, I'm not into predictions. As a matter of fact, I've been uh, most disappointed with all the Christians who told me, oh, the end is going to come, you know, 20 years ago. The ones that kept me away from true Christianity, right? Yeah. Uh, or kept me away from, and thankfully they were unsuccessful in meeting the likes of people like, and he's a scholar, biblical scholar. His name is Pastor Irvin Baxter, all right? And he studied the Bible, all right? And and if we all agree, you know, that the Bible is the word of God and that when all else fails, go right to the scriptures and that which is what will guide us. There are commandments there that we must follow, right? There, there are prophets that took information uh, from the highest levels, right? From the boss himself, right, over time. And they put that in the Bible that you cannot ignore what is contained. It's not a misinterpretation, right? Um, Pastor Irvin Baxter laid out certain things that are to take place mm-hmm. on whose timeline? Mm-hmm. On God's timeline. But it is undeniable that if certain things take place, then you got seven years to go. You know, like the fuse mm-hmm. is lit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, if you go by, not a prediction, we're not about scaring anyone or anything like that. We know that if Satan gets too far gone, all right, that the Lord's going to have to intervene. Uh, what timeline is that? I'm now resigned to the fact that it's Satan's timeline. Like he wants to press, okay, because he knows that his time is short, that he's gotten so far advanced that now there's no pulling back and he knows that the Lord's going to have to intervene. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like Satan is 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 working aggressively because God on April 22nd of such and such year, he's going to cut. No, I think it's the other way around. I think that Satan uh, has gotten so far advanced that there's only one response that can come and that is the Lord's intervention. And I, I think that that, that timeline has now been accelerated by the evildoers that are here on planet Earth. Mm. And the only way to save us is for God to come down and say, that's it, it's over, you're done, I win. And Satan knows this, he knows he's gonna lose. But he probably thought to himself, wow, this plan was so masterful, Woo, we're now on an accelerated pace and oh my goodness, here he comes, yeah. right? So, yeah. so we are right in the middle of, and it is undeniable, you can say, is there anybody that right now that wants to challenge me that uh, Jesus Christ died for our sins. Anyone want to challenge me on that? I mean, are there any Christians out there that doesn't believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, was the Messiah? Is there anybody that questions that? 
because I get a lot of Christians that tell me, well, he was, but uh, you, know, you pay attention to that part of the Bible, right? But Christians are really good at buffet shopping the Bible. They pick mm. only the thing, because there's so many different religions, right? And everyone's got their own interpretation. Uh, and one thing I love about Pastor Irvin Baxter is he kind of shut all that aside and said, eh, all of the religions, you know, good luck to you on, on what you're doing and your spin on things. But here is the end time uh, as it relates to the book of Revelations, the book of Daniel, all right? Uh, that, that there are certain things that will take place. And as a scholar, he laid it out and he said, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, when will a peace agreement come between Israel and, you know, the two-state solution in Palestine. When will that take place? Pastor Urban Baxter says, I don't know. But when it comes, that is the beginning of a seven-year cycle. Tribulation will come. When that peace agreement comes, it will not be peace, okay? So it will be the exact opposite. It will be the beginning of our step-by-step -step path towards Armageddon, Okay. It will. I mean, it, and it is written. It is undeniable. You can't say that Jesus Christ was crucified, died, was buried, right? Suffered, died, was buried. He rose, right? He did. Did he not? Mm, indeed. Resurrection Day we celebrate, right? Yes, we do. You can't say that we believe in all of that hocus pocus stuff. But we don't believe in the factual stuff that's in the Bible as to what will happen prior to his coming. Because God said, this is what will happen when I come back. And it's very specific. And the preparation for that, the purification uh, process that takes place through the red heifer and the law of the red heifer, right? The third temple will be built the preparation will be made where Jesus, right, ascended at the Mount of Olives, right? Mm -hmm. He did. And where will he return? Where will he return? At the Mount of Olives. That's he will what return it says. right there. Okay? Yep. He will return right there. Now, at the Mount of Olives, prior to Passover, ladies and gentlemen, the first time in 2,200 years, a red heifer will be sacrificed. Why? Not, not because it's in, it's, it, there's no, nothing in the timeline of biblical prophecy that says, on this day, right before Passover in 2024, a red heifer will be, no, there's nothing of the sort. The sacrifice of the red heifer is to purify those because they must have sacrificed a red heifer because they can't enter the third temple and get that ready. So the Temple Institute, having prepared all the vessels and everything is in order, it's ready to go. From what I understand, it's gonna take like six months to build the the, uh, the third temple, but everything is ready to go. Everything is ready to go. The red heifer is gonna be sacrificed. And what initiates that is Satan just out of control. Reckless, just, just raping and pillaging and, and co-opting and people are changing their genders. They're destroying the creation of God and their the immorality and all that. Sure. That is what, as, so for those people that are out there, and here's my final word to the people out there that say, oh, the red heifer is the, prov the provocation. No, you know who's the, pro pro the provocateur? Satan, okay? It's my I think the Lord would prefer, you know, like I have a universe to take care of. I don't need to be flying down there to go stop what's going on on planet Earth, right? I'm busy. But you know who's provoked things? Is Satan. 
Satan has set this thing off. Satan has initiated this process. So for everybody that's out there saying, oh, if Israel does it, they're going to provoke them, blah, 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 blah. And you're trying to stop what's coming. No, you know what? We're opposing Satan. And if it takes the Jews to start that, I'm all about freaking Jews. The Jews will finally be standing. I want to be there. You know what I told Pastor Dave Robbins yesterday? The three and a half years after the peace agreement signed, right? Mm. I want to go door to door with Pastor uh, Dave and tell all the Jews to flee, right? <laughs> right. Once the abomination desolation takes place. Okay. Can we do that? Can we go door to door? There will be a lot of people that... There's 2,000 people I want to be with them. Huh? Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't care how upset they are. <laughs> I want to tell the Jews, okay? And then maybe I might be in a position to be standing there for that epic, unifying moment and then say, see, uh, right? Told you yourself. Huh? <laughs> yeah, can you please apologize to him? Okay? Look yeah. at Huh? Because look at He's got these, right, holes in his hands. Look at what you did to him last time. So can we join together now and say that he's the Messiah? And then oh. please apologize for denying that he was the Messiah last time he was here? Can we please do that? Let me tell and you I, something. I want to stand with the Jews to get them and hear the apology. The Bible mm -hmm. and the, the scripture says, mm -hmm. every knee shall Bow. Every knee. You're not going to have to tell them. Huh? They're going to do it. No, but I want to be there. It to will say, happen. Huh? It will happen. Oh yeah. Every but, knee will but bow. But isn't that isn't that going to be a beautiful moment where the Jews and the Christians? Mm -hmm. right? And 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 by the way, all of you global Islamic terrorists that call yourself Muslims and you know you're doing terrible things. You know, I I believe that there are some satanic influences over there in that mm. Mus Muslim or Islamic religion that I'm in, I'm being forced to like. I, I believe those are part of, you know, and in every religion, even the Roman Catholic religion, you got the, you know, you got those evildoers in every religion, okay? Mm. But but the whole, you know, Islamic religion, I believe, is just satanically rooted. Um, yeah. And I want them taking a knee, too. I would, you know? be, I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I want them. But the Jews, okay, which you, you can't really blame them. You know, maybe they're a little bit more skeptical, you know, than mm. most. And they said, you're not the Messiah, right? <laughs> they were a little more than skeptical. I am watering it down, okay? <laughs> but I'm trying to yeah. basically recruit them to stand there and get ready to take that knee, right? Mm -hmm. But right before we do, I'm going to say, can you please apologize to the dude? For what you did to him the first time he came in, right? They will. Now can we join together and do this thing, right? Mm -hmm. This, I believe, is going to happen pretty quick. I'm not predicting it. I'm just saying the red heifer gets sacrificed. The third temple's coming. They're going to the Mount, uh, the, the Mount of Olives. Uh, you know, I'm not predicting anything. I'm telling you what's coming. Mm -hmm. It's happening before Passover, and that's in April. We'll see. We're going to see what we'll happens see. here. If Ooh. there's a peace deal, guess what happened yesterday? What? The argument about the Biden administration pushing for a two-state solution. Mm. And that is the peace agreement that is written that once a peace, if peace comes, there were Hasidic Jews, that Pastor Robin said, Hasidic Jews protesting with the free Palestine people. That's how crazy things have gotten. 
Oh, yeah. And they're all going to be happy when a two-state solution comes. And I'm here to tell you that there is no peace that comes from a peace agreement. There is zero peace. That is literally a sign that should go up that says, Armageddon, seven Mm. years ahead, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seven years from that point, it's over, folks. It's over. We may not even survive. The rapture may come. The rapture people hope that they get beamed up, you know, before all of that takes place, right? I don't know. Maybe I got a little bit more forging in the fire that I need to do, and I'll get burnt. I'm prepared to do it, though. I think we're all going to be feeling some pain. Aren't we already? We are. Yeah, and I'll take it, you know. Hey, you know what? Here's the bottom line. You ready? You know what it says here? Be strong and courageous. Why? Mm. For I am with you, right? That's it. Joshua 1 9. That's it. Here it is, right here. So, uh, right after the LFA show, you can join us for that very important discussion. I'm going to play Pastor Dave Robbins, okay? I think that's a great idea. And yeah. it will be on this channel, right? It so, is. And I so, have, that'll be from a little bit after five. Yep. Tune in right around five o'clock. And I, I have six a six o'clock and Eastern. I have, Eastern. I have a I have a discussion also to have I'll be broadcasting through the weekend. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the trenches. You guys aren't gonna be missing anything. Um since we do not get any support at all, uh I mean I, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten any support on Rumble or anything, but that's okay. Um uh we do get two dollars from Rico. Thank you, Rico. For Unk poster, pick of him and Maxine. That's beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um uh, change is going to come, folks, in a big way. It's going to come in a big way. Um, Amen. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't like the Pete Santilli show enough to support it or mash the rum thumbs up button, I'm out of here. Bye. Got to go. <laughs> hmm? All right, you guys. We yeah, love you. I, I mean, I, I, I get the message, you know. Yeah. Uh, time. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in this morning. You, you must, uh, most of you have been with us since 7 a.m. Eastern when Pete starts Market you know Ultra what? over on LFA. And uh, we certainly appreciate all of you. Give us a thumbs up before you click out today. Right? If you're catching us on a rebroadcast, go ahead and click that thumbs up button. We appreciate it. When I say... But we are two worlds apart. Bye, everybody. And reach to your heart.